What's up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm Jeff James. With me today, the luscious Brody Faults, and joining us from the WASD and Beyond podcast, my boy Evan, who just choked on. What are you drinking tonight? Bourbon. Mmm, some bourbon. Bourbon. He takes his fancy. Well, I drink. Yeah, it's it's Evan today. Pill. I couldn't wear the. I, I couldn't no wear raptor. the Propel <laughs> black cherry. I can. I can. I can do some raptor maneuvers, but I can't do the full bit because it really hurts to wear the aviators with these headphones. It just the sides. If the aviator, you would not be able to withstand nine G's. Come on now. You don't know that. No, I wouldn't be able to withstand nine G's because my heart barely pumps as it is. Dude, like, dude, what do you think, are you doing? Do, you, do your puff face with the mustache. This is what nine G's would look like. He loves it because the mustache gets all big. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the mustache is great. I, oh, I love it. That shit. needs to stay. I love all it. Right. I love it. I love it. What else can you love? Our social media at Diggity Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us there for all the good social things. And if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. If you're coming back for the, not th- I was about to say 300, but there's not 300 episodes. For at least a 200th episode, thank you so much for, for dealing with our shit. We appreciate you very much, and thank you so much for growing the podcast for the last couple months. Been having fun with it. Um, this podcast, incredibly original video game podcast. Come on now. But yeah. what we do differently, incredibly blunt. We go through the bullshit. We go through the weeds. We call out what we need to call out, and we give you the news, deliver it straight to your moist ear holes, and that's what we do, and we do it well. God damn it. We do. I don't mean to toot your horn, but yeah, I mean, you do. You got, hey, you got to start fucking up all the lines. You gotta, instead of saying toot your horn, you say, hey, I don't mean to toot. <laughs> I don't mean to toot, but, but I don't mean to horn your toot. You know, uh, yeah. I don't mean to your toot the horn, but, you know, <laughs> really. <laughs> it's been a long couple hours. We're coming back for a podcast. Things are a little loose right now. It's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, this, don't it's worry about it. This podcast. Um, this podcast is going to mainly pertain around Summer Games Fest. We're in the E3, not E3 session right now, which is kind of odd. Uh, we all don't know what's going on. Uh, we've resorted to drinking. Um, <laughs> As I just did. <laughs> and, Always. Uh, Always. <laughs> because we, don't, we really don't know what's happening right now. There's Tis E3, the but, season. but then Jeff Keeley's kind of made his own thing where he sits in a fucking portal somewhere in Utah, it looks like, half the time. And, um <laughs> Talks about games. <laughs> no, man, he's in space, like all of the games that he showed off. 
There were a lot of space games. I was actually really surprised. I was, yeah. I mean, that it's the new zombie game, I guess, right? Yeah. That's the deal with that. It's just like kind of sucks because I love space games. So it's like a lot of them were scary, I would say. Like there was a lot of like alien. The alien game is definitely like space, but I mean, that was top down isometric style. So I'm not going to play that. You had the Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. routine looked like it was set somewhere in space i think it no it was because it had the little uh space, the space sure. station it had the space station i think on the beginning of it maybe unless i'm thinking of a different game. there were a lot of them and a lot of them most of them seem to be more scary or like yeah that sort of or rts genre yeah or rts or um, twin stick shooter yeah so yeah he's upset about those he doesn't like rts no i okay no, I no, fucking no, no. hate them. I I don't mind RTS. I just I, I like you said earlier, Command and Conquer is and Company of Heroes. Yeah, and Company oh, of Heroes. Those are the RTS. Like every everything outside of that, I don't I don't care. Yeah, my dad loves that stuff. Like he Command and Conquer is uh, fantastic. He named this uh, the computer to my right. He named it on the thing. It says Kane. Because that's like in the first yeah. Command and Conquer game. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he he and his best friend have the Kane logo stickers on the back of their cars because they nice. both just love it. So, yeah, they love it yeah. so much. I've actually never played the original. I played Red Alert. Uh, that was and that was fun. That was actually really good. So I but the RTS game that we saw, what was it? Stormgate? Yes. Um, really not intrigued by it i'm not intrigued by the diva art they just stole out of the blizzard locker um <laughs> they took that before, on a thumbstick before, with them before we get deep oh, yeah. into this shit before we get deep into this shit <laughs> he wanna, ran out of that dev studio <laughs> do you want to do you want to plug uh wsd real quick and then uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i've got yeah, yeah. i've got a list in front of me of everything that was announced and it's in chronological order so we can rip through it okay yeah uh this is raptor speaking now uh you can follow uh my podcast personally mine <laughs> raptor. Um, just yours <laughs> just mine now uh wow uh, wasd and beyond you can follow us at beyond wasd on twitter and wasd beyond podcast on instagram it's just me now solo podcast gonna be doing true crime uh related to video <laughs> games so i hope you're interested in all that kind of uh, nitty-gritty <laughs> style of stuff uh i used to have a partner with me his, his name is nick but uh was was Nick. I haven't been able to find him for the past 72 hours now, so I don't know where he is. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of just me moving forward. I'll have to find a new partner here and there, but uh, we're taking. So, I mean, you know, if you want to throw in a, you know, application, please, by all means, uh, message me on Twitter uh, oh through the page or match with me on Tinder. That was the end of the bit. <laughs> That's the end of the bit. That's the end of the bit. It's got. It's got. It's done. Please no grinder invites please no uh, grinder applications i will not be he's taking on from there, there but that, 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 yeah well that account <laughs> that account has been deactivated for several hours uh, several days so hours I there. hours <laughs> i changed it i changed the the bit's over the bit's done it's bad no raptor it's out. not it yeah. raptor's out yeah no well, you uh, can find raptor on grinder um <laughs> no stop 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 <laughs> Raptor is spelled R-A-P-T-R. His, his username is <laughs> There's Vel- no O his, at the end. His username's Velocicock. <laughs> there you go. You can find me there. Oh, you have to make that account now. Velocicock. Just, no. just a fucking Raptor with, with aviators on. 
It's gonna be all of the, the uh, Velociraptors talk. from. It's gonna be all of the Velociraptors from the Jurassic World movies, all yeah. the different ones, and they're all gonna have different shades of aviators and different <laughs> sizes of cocks. Oh yes, one hundred percent different yeah, colors, 100%. different everything. Blues I'll just has take to be the biggest. I'll just take images from the Bad Dragon website and just Photoshop them on there and call it a day. I won't even make it look legit. <laughs> Perfect. I'll make it look so fake. Perfect. All just, right. Oh uh, yeah. This is bad. This well, is anyway, take. Bad. There was a there was a, an event about video games and it was called Summer Games Fest and well I guess it's still technically going on it's kind of fucking weird like it's there's a day there's where like it you announce every like he, Jeff Keighley announces some things and then Devolver Digital is part of it but then Xbox is part of it but I think people were mainly just part of it because it's like E3 said hey fuck we're not doing I, it and Jeff Keighley just laid claim to everything that is going on for the next week. Like, this is not even, he has nothing to do with half of the shit that's coming up. Yeah. He's just like, oh yeah, by the way, the Xbox Bethesda, both days are uh, part of my shit. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, he was like, I'll be, he said he was He was going to be on the Netflix Geek Week thing. Yeah. Is like, he's co-hosting too? that. Yeah, Gamescom. Yeah, like, he's just got his hand in all the cookie jars. Yeah. But it's, it's like. Summer Games Fest is the thing like E3, but he's not at everything and not everything was set or like said to be a part of Summer Games Fest. Like the Xbox Bethesda showcase was not said to be a part of Summer Games Fest because Summer Games Fest, to my knowledge, at least, was just today. Like that was the yes. name of the yeah, event. Yeah, that but it's like, but it's like he kind of worded it sometimes as like, it's still going on. You know, it's yeah. kind of like that's what I got. Summer game weekend, whatever the fuck. Yeah. What? A, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very odd. Basically, this was the event. He just has attached his name to everything else that is going on for the rest of the week. So, yeah. Cool. I guess. I mean, cool, Jeff. Fucking Jeff. Canada basically invading the game space is what's happening right now. I, I mean, apologize, really. Someone. <laughs> I apologize. Apologies. <laughs> apologies. Spoken um, like a true Canadian. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about in chronological order what the hell let's was shown off. So the first one, uh, and I mean, if we're not interested, let's just we'll just all announce it and then say your piece, and then we'll fucking move on because there's some stuff that just wasn't good. But uh, yes. Street Fighter Six. Yeah. I. I'm actually kind of interested in this. Uh, like I said, while we were watching it, they've changed this to where it is now a little bit more accessible and you don't have to learn combos and this and that. It's more like a Smash Bros where when you hit a direction and a button, it does that thing. Um, so all of the my problems with fighting games and my terrible fucking memory, uh, this is actually way more up my alley. Plus the art style looks cool with like the, the kind of like graffiti thing going on behind it. Uh, I'm I'm interested. I am going to watch this game closely and see more about it and uh, go from there. Dope, dude. Dope. Uh, really not for me. I'm not a big fighting game kind of guy. Even the like, even how you just said it's going to be more accessible. It's just really not my style of stuff. I don't like it. I basically have the last fighting game I probably played was like Mortal Kombat 11, and I really only did that just to play the story because I was just in such a rut of like I don't know what to play. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's on Game Pass. I'll download it and I'll play it. And that, that was pretty much it. But I didn't really enjoy it either. I, I think I played actually I started playing the story and I was like, wow, it's so bad, which I was like not surprised by as I hope I wouldn't have been. Because, I mean, if I was surprised that a Mortal Kombat story was bad, I'd be pretty disappointed in myself. Um, but then I just ended up playing like, you know, they had Arnie from Terminator 
and like Sylvester Stallone as Rambo, you know, and I'll play those and like that's just a good little time. But yeah, I don't really have any opinion on it. It's not my game. I know other people really enjoy it, but just not for me. Yeah, I'm not a huge fighting game guy, but it did look good. And I'm I'm like you said, uh, Brody, the path to entry into it now is a little bit easier for people. Yeah. So maybe it'll build that brand up and it'll build that community up a little bit further. Who knows? Right. Um, then we got to look at Aliens Dark Descent. So we had the world premiere reveal trailer. This one was a little funny because it was a huge cinematic video. And we're like, holy shit, this is awesome. This is cool. This is great. And then it ended up being a top down (laughs) shooter. Yeah. (laughs) It was like two snips of it. Yeah. Ended up being an isometric, probably twin shit or twin stick shooter. Twin Twin shit. shit. Sorry. Well, I mean, if the boot fucking fits, right? Uh, so this this looked rough once they actually showed it off like the the trailer was cool as shit and then once yeah. i got to the actual gameplay i'm like ooh, i'm out it really switched up on you right yeah. um i didn't even see it as a twin stick shooter i saw it just as like a turn base like an XCOM. that's almost what i got from it like the vibe i might have missed it though i might not yeah. have seen it very well but like when like when i saw it i was kind of like don't have it be an XCOM where it's like it's a turn-based thing where it's like I move my Marines to this space and then a Xeno just drops down. It probably would make more sense being a twin-stick shooter just because of the nature of it. Like it's more fast-paced that way. That's what but, it looked like to me, but I, I could be wrong, right? Like it could be either or. Really, we didn't really get to know. All all I know is that I'm not going to be playing it <laughs> because I don't have... care for either of those. Yeah, I'm not going to be playing that either. Yeah, that if, if, if it was if it was a first-person thing, yeah, I probably would have tried it. Like the. The, the yeah. bad part for this, like, uh, not really franchise, but for this IP, right? Like, the last Alien game that they put out was actually decent. Like, people enjoyed it. And so then to go to yeah. this style of gameplay is weird. Like, I feel like a first-person or third-person shooter would have been a better choice. But, I mean, I... They have, I, they have done a lot of, though, that are just FPSs. That is true. That is true. So, but I, the I, graphics I'm, I'm just sure. didn't look great. When they showed it, it, it did that's not what, look great. That's what that's what kind of did it for me. It's like you want to do a top down, that's cool, I guess, but I just it didn't look great. It did not, and it's a top down shooter, right? It's not like a top down strategy shooter. It, it could be either or. Yeah, we're not entirely positive. To me, it looked like it was a uh, isometric shooter, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll have to go back. Sorry, Evan isometric, seems yes. to, yeah, no, you're good. Uh, Evan seems to think it may have been RTS. I'm not sure. Like. From what we saw, it looked like it could really go either way, but it looked like to me that it was a consistent playthrough. Like you weren't stopping for turns or I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it because I definitely could have just seen like it could have just been a blink and you miss it kind of thing because I could. But like I'm probably going to move more towards your camp because it wouldn't make sense for it to be like a RTS or a turn based because then that kind of ruins a lot of the atmosphere. But I also think that having it be like a twin stick shooter also ruins that like if it yeah. was a if it was take alien isolation but put you in the hand like in a squad of like marines that is pretty cool like at least you have a gun to fight back more or less but like to be with your team and watch them get picked off one by one throughout the story that would have been really cool to see um which is which is again like maybe i should just make video games because that was like i just came up with a million dollar idea <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were missing some of the things that you would need for that. But yeah, I, I like, the, I mean, you, you get like the gist the enthusiasm. You get the gist, you get that sort of atmosphere, right? Like, you You're know, going through EA. Some... Uh, <sighs> fair enough. All you got to do is learn how to control Neil Druckmann. V baby. Neil Druckmann. I'm right here. I'm waving my hands. 
pick me up in a helicopter. I know you got a Naughty Dog designed helicopter. Come on. Of the next, the next game we saw was the Callisto Protocol. Uh, spoopy as shit. It looks really good. It looks just like Mass Effect, which obviously is no surprise there as to why. Um, the other Dead side Space. of it too is sorry, Dead Space. Oh, my bad. I fucked up. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> that was my twin shit for the night. I, I just I had was... to get it. I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, twin shit. Uh, well, I couldn't I, uh, see it though because there there was a vehicle in the Callisto Protocol that when I first saw the uh, when we saw yes, the trailer, it it looked looked like like I thought of it. I didn't yes. think of it. Yeah, yeah, I did think of that. Yeah, with so the I could slits see in the windows. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was cool. It, yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I mean, it looked unbelievable in terms of the graphics. Um, the sound sounded pretty cool. Uh, I didn't mind how the gun play worked. You kind of get to see tons of recoil on the guns, and it seemed like super nat. Like I'm not not natural because the guns aren't obviously guns in the real yeah, world but yeah right, they right, definitely right. they definitely had a good sci-fi feel to them to the mm-hmm. rest of the game and um it looks like i would assume that there was maybe some pop-ups for some buttons for like call to actions for the user but uh they it seems pretty immersive them. yeah they took like, them out it's probably an accessibility thing like the you back of the helmet is the is the um the health bar the health bar like uh, yeah it's fucking it looks, genius yeah which I like that. It's very much like you can see all these Dead Space roots in it because it is made from the same people that made the original. Mm-hmm. And you, so I like that they're like, we're not trying to change too much by giving you a health bar because realistically, if you market it as the spiritual successor to Dead Space and then you have like a full HUD system like Ubisoft, people are going to go, well, is it really? No, you know, so I like that there's a difference and it's not down the spine. It's just across the back of the neck, like just little subtle changes. I like that the gun that we see in the first gameplay uh, section is also what you use to grab the enemies and push them or like send them. Whereas I think I could be wrong on this, but I think in the original dead space games, wasn't it like Isaac's hand used that I think to move? So I can't I remember wrong. It's been a while. It's been a long what I, while. What I am hoping for been with a very it. Long while. Yeah. It has been because uh, I never really finished playing them either. Uh, but what I really do hope for is a bit more. Uh, Brody, you brought it up on the second gameplay section where there's different suits of armor for different uses. I, hope um, so. I also. Yeah, yeah that, that, I hope that's a hope. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that as well, because you see if you watch the first gameplay section and then you watch the second, you see that his crosshair for the gun is different. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if we're going to see something like different weapons like you saw in like I think Dead Space three or two had different weapons where you just switched. Yeah. Um, or if we're going to see something more like a control where control had different weapons, but it was all the same thing. It was the, mm-hmm. the like gun just it yeah. just transformed into different stuff. So I'm curious what we'll see there. But uh, it looks really scary. Very gory. Um, I like the brutal deaths as always. That was the, definitely a highlight of the Dead Space games and what I'm looking forward to seeing with that. I'm not a typically guy. I'm not a typical guy to play scary games either, but I'm going to play that uh, and I'm probably going to enjoy it, although. I may have to go to see my cardiologist an extra time that year. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm not typically a scary game kind of guy, but I enjoy Dead Space. Um, so I will definitely be giving this a look. I am kind of curious how how well this is going to stack up with, you know, the 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 uh, Dead Space remaster coming out here or remake or whatever it may be. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be that. kind of. That'll be an interesting thing to kind of compare apples to apples in some regard. Um, but I, I mean, with the original or some of the original creators of Dead Space behind this, 
I have high hopes for it. I think it will do Same. exceptionally well. I think the name is dog shit, but other than that, it looks good. Yeah, until we know what it actually means. Callisto Protocol like, is a dog shit name. I'm sorry. It, it's just not. <laughs> the protocol is my so issue. Bad. The protocol is my issue. <laughs> it's so it's bad. So what if they had just named it? What if they had just Callisto. named it Callisto? Yeah. You would have been cool with that? Okay. I, I think it's, that would be better. I mean, I don't know. Is, like, you want to protocol we know from, like, a military perspective, right? Yeah, like, I guess. Do we know what it? Do we know space what protocol. It, I think it'd be kind of fucking seems, cool if you call it that. It seems super generic to me. I, I don't know. Like, is, if you don't like, know what, what is it is, it? like, that's jarring. Callisto like, is, is, it, a, is I think Callisto the planet? No, I, I think Callisto is the, like... I don't know, the fucking group of people that are on the planet. Probably. It is set at a... It is set... Oh, here we go. I just found Callisto it. Callisto uh, is a moon. It is set in 2320 at a prison colony called Black Iron, operated by the United Jupiter Company and located on Jupiter's moon, Callisto. So... There you go. You could have just named it Callisto. I agree with that. Um, I'm curious what the protocol section means. Maybe that's the protocol like the is safe. Pro- yeah, it's the fucking... It was also them going out killing shit. But if you don't look into it, it seems like a super generic name. That's my problem. Yeah, because these guys came from the the other fucking team and none of them marketing. Do you guys want to hear some funny things about this? Just build the game. Like you got some. So so I just went and I looked it up. I looked up the game on Wikipedia to tell or see what it was. Apparently, that the formation of the developer striking distance was originally a studio within the PUBG Corporation. No. Um. And here's the thing is that oh, when fuck. Glenn, when Glenn's, here's the thing, when Glenn Schofield went to meet them, they brought him in to expand the PUBG universe by creating a narrative game. But when he went to meet them, he already, he had the idea for the Callisto protocol in mind and explained that to him. And they changed, they were like, do that. So like they, he basically came in, plopped his nuts on the table and said, I have this game. It's much better than whatever dog ass that you wanted me to come up with. What do you think? And they were like, do it. <laughs> like, they basically were like, uh, yeah, go right ahead. I think it'll um, do really well. Oh, he also, although, however, he worked with them to fit his idea into their universe. But then he stated this month or last month that the game had grown to be his own story and is no longer connected to PUBG, but there will be small nods to PUBG. Um, so, hold on. What is, the fuck? Why? So, why? Because, okay, I'll tell you why. So, because. You're never going to figure this out. It's all about culture. Can I tell a story about my time? At, can I, I'm You're dead right, serious. I'm uncultured. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm uncultured. I have no idea how it works. No, I, no, it is. It's crazy. So I, I'm i not going to say the, the exact name. I worked for a video game developer. All right. I worked in the marketing side of stuff. I was basically Brad. Okay. From fucking. <laughs> from um, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. Like to a fucking T where it was like, yeah, fucking make them give us money. But basically, I I went into a meeting and at this point in time, this certain company to whom I worked for, the free to play game and the game in general, the, the studio in general, like 49% of it had been purchased or a majority stake at that point, 51%, I think actually, had been purchased from a, a company similar to that. Of what is owned by PUBG. I don't want to get fucking so bad. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to get fucking banned on fucking (laughs) YouTube. So I mean, they ban me for fucking ridiculous stuff. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So, um, I remember sitting in a meeting, 
And that company who invested came to the meeting and started talking about some different changes because we were going to launch into a country that's not great. Not a great place for, for human rights. <laughs> this fucking tiptoe bullshit. <laughs> and yeah, well, people can figure out. It's fucking China. Anyways, yes. China. <laughs> we're going to launch in a, in a place that's not so great. And, uh, but they want the game there because they're from there. All right. And they start going through their, their shit. They start going through their presentation. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, Brody. You're going to fucking Brody die. had like a shaking hand while he took a sip. He was like afraid. He's like, no. And, and they, 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 they were doing this presentation. They start going through like data privacy and stuff. And, and we had noticed that we, we couldn't get any of our fucking... Later on, when we finally launched into this country, we were not able to pull any of our data through our own fucking portal user data. It would be all fucked up because they have a great firewall is what I call it for this certain country. And we would have to use like Tor to get our own fucking the Tor browser to get our own fucking proper data back with other Jesus. plugins. Um, but anyways, we're in the meeting. They're talking about some good stuff. They're talking about that. You know, they're going to inject some capital into uh, upping, you know, our servers, our mocap space, all this other stuff. Great things. Great things. And then they get to launching into that country and they get into the end of the game and they start pitching to us what the end of the game should be. And this is where I get to the point now where we talk about why would PUBG be part of this? They get to us and in the game to which I worked on, you had a, well, like we had a one, one character well-established within this game that was known all across the game as well, like a starting character, essentially. Mm -hmm. And that starting character never reveals their face. Okay. They always have what appears to be a helmet on and they never reveal their face. The guy has a slide up where it's our character sitting there with the helmet still on and he hits the next button on his keyboard. And the next thing we know, we see arms on the helmet. He hits the arrow again. The helmet comes up. It's like, it's like black. Okay. Like foggy hits the arrow again. And it was a K-pop star. Oh shit! Wow, wow. Which I, to which I mean, they fund? It. I was gonna <laughs> not say gonna name the K-pop band, but this particular government, I believe, is funding a K-pop band. Which is interesting, considering the the particular government that you are talking about is not Korean. <laughs> no. But, I, I was looking this up. So uh, the Callista Protocol is going to be published by Crafton, which is um, a they have subsidi uh, subsidiaries of Blue Hole, PUBG, Striking Distance, which Striking Distance is obviously they make the, game. The, the publisher. Or sorry, yeah. the uh, developer. Uh, Rising Wings, Dream Motion, Things flow, unknown worlds, entertainment, and Five Min Lab Corporation. Um, so, PUBG Studios also has a significant uh, donation. I, I'm not, I, not uh, donation, but uh, investment from a certain company, right. which is owned by a certain government. And I, 
I have a tweet. Uh, the the tweet that I or uh, what I was referencing, <laughs> the tweet that I was referencing uh, from Glenn Schofield here was uh, posted May twenty sixth, where he did say explicitly. He says, "Quote: FYI, at Callisto, the game is its own story and world. It no longer takes place in the PUBG universe. It was originally part of the PUBG timeline, but grew, but grew so into its own world. Dumb. Uh, PUBG is awesome, and we will still have little surprises oh for fans. So but TCP so is, is its K-pop. own world story and universe." So is K-pop that is stars. so stupid. Like so, you know, like what I hope to see, what I hope to see is just the helmet, Frying like pan. just the th- level three helmet, just Frying sitting pan. somewhere, right, like in a case. Yeah, like Frying don't use it. it. Yeah, don't use it. Like nothing crazy, right? Yeah, just leave it like that and call it a day. Honestly, um, if if they put PUBG shit in this game, that will they have entirely to. ruin it. I'm sure they will, right? Like there will we'll be see. a level three helmet. This man's somewhere family will be killed fuck, for God's sake if he doesn't do it. Man. Like, but I, I just, I, that's so fucking dumb. I'm sorry. It, it's it. No, I agree. No, I'm not I sorry. Agree. It's fucking stupid. I agree. Stupid. No, 100%. I agree. Like, I think it's kind of, I thought it was kind of dumb from the get go, depending on what kind of levels of idea, it's like or story dumb. he had where he's like, yeah, let's do this. And they're like, well, could you fit it into the PUBG universe? And it's like, I no. feel like he looked at them like... Yeah, I don't think you guys understand either. Talk- it's not a question. It's more of, hey, you're going to fucking do this. Yeah. You're going to figure no, it out. No, I get yeah. it. I mean, we didn't it's We didn't put the K-pop star in. We were able to negotiate that. I mean, I remember just being at the boardroom table and the director of the game looks across me and I and he just went, God damn. <laughs> like, are you and I just, I just like, sat there and I went, Whoa. This is a new low. Yeah, that's for that's pretty that's pretty wild. <laughs> that's so fucking dumb. I I get it, right? From a business perspective, yes, but this I is don't. very put, clearly put the Callisto shit in PUBG. Yes, exactly. Why put you PUBG in Callisto? That. That yeah. You'd have a way skin. better time doing that. You might make yeah, like a you could just, no, instead take sake. this fucking You could do little nods space. to like the armor or something. Like yeah, this, you could do that a yeah. lot better. Take this dead space like successor and be like hey no it's actually in PUBG, and you're like no fuck yourself go fuck yourself because well because it's like think about it from a narrative perspective it's like PUBG has no realistic story it's just like a whole bunch of assholes get dropped off onto an island and they kill each other whereas it's the like protocol, yeah it's a, yeah. A, yeah callisto protocol is Fortnite very clearly has, has this story than PUBG. yeah i mean fortnite at least has and the it's rock. fucking discombobulated to hell Fortnite has the rock, bro, and you can't beat the rock. They did a saw. They did a tie-in with DC and they made a whole comic series about it. Like at least there's that, but PUBG has no story. Yeah, it has nothing. Why do this? Why? Like Like, even the in-game like mission daily challenges, they don't have any sort of story to it. Like they didn't even try to do that. They didn't they didn't even even when they saw like Warzone had like a story and Fortnite had a story and like they were kind of like Fortnite showed a Christopher stuff. Nolan film to like six year olds. Yeah. Yes. Which is like good for them. Hopefully they learn something about filmmaking assholes because it's a lot better than Blues Clues. But Still like, a better story than PUBG though. Like yeah, I mean, I yeah, you you, no, you had you had the best band in the world, Weezer, in Fortnite. Okay. Oh, I couldn't even say without laughing. Oh god. Couldn't even say without laughing. We should probably no. move on. We got a lot of shit to cover. Yeah, you I know can't, what's not I'll, dumb. I'll start saying crazy things about Weezer. You know what's not dumb? Call of Duty. Shaving your balls, dude. Support hey, for Diggity is nice. brought to you 
by Manscaped, my dudes, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. You can join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. As a Diggity listener, you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y at manscaped.com. That's fantastic. Give your balls a shave, bud. Nice. It's getting gnarly. <laughs> Seriously, though, manscaped.com. Use code Diggity. 20% off. Free shipping. It's fantastic. Have a good time. Tons of people shave their balls. Need to. Don't have yeah. a bush. It's crazy. Yeah. Don't be looking like a Bring fucking. Don't be looking like with a pot scrubber down there, bro. It's fucked up. <laughs> be doing that. <laughs> don't, don't be doing that. That Looking ain't good. Like steel wool. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. Clean that shit up. Moving on though, once we pass the fun time ads, uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. We saw the uh, um, world premiere trailer. Uh, at this. With the campaign, yeah. Yeah, with the campaign, hey. and uh, it looks all right. I mean, my points on it are, are uh, to keep it quick. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I think it looks like any other Call of Duty. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. I think some of the effects look all right. I think the graphics are whatever. The character design is whatever. But obviously, you're more focused on the FPS part of it as well. The gun, looks, sure. the, the the shooting mechanics look fantastic. The graphics from the guns and shit like that look great. Um, I'll be curious to see how they fully fudge this one out campaign-wise without it making you feel like too hand-holdy. And also, sure. how it fits in with all the fucking Warzone shit now. Like this one feels a lot different compared to what the, the Vanguard shit, you know, because the Vanguard didn't fit in. It was a different historical time, and Cold I, War really didn't either. Arguably. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's this, still this 30, like, 30, 40 years. Like, yeah. How does this fit in? And and I don't know. Like, are we actually going to see them pay a ton of attention to this when Warzone makes so much money and they're thinking about coming up with Warzone two point which is basically just like what up graphics and some other features? Uh, it's a completely new map as well. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I think it resets. It's going to be a new, so, so I've seen it. I've, I've read a bit more about it since we saw the reveal yesterday. I was following a Twitter account. So there's a lot more coming with this one that they really didn't touch on for this. They really just showed, I was going to say this when we were watching it live, but I figured I'd wait till now. Um, they, if, if I'm sure you guys remember the time of call of duty ghosts when they like totally talked so much shit about the friggin' dog AI that they had, they kind of are doing the same thing now with this, where they're talking up a lot of the water, that they've changed like they haven't changed anything with the water but they've made the water almost more of like a battlefield style thing where like there is water gameplay because previously i guess in warzone if you were ever to go into the water you would just die instantly like red dead one whereas now like the new warzone map and some of the multiplayer maps and the campaign missions are going to have so like one mission from in the campaign is solely mostly water based where you are uh, sneaking around like a dock underwater, taking out people and stuff like that. So the rest of task force one, four, one can move in, which is what I was going to say about the thing we saw today was that when they transitioned from the oil rig to the ship, I was surprised that like the, the uh, dinghy they're on the boat they're on doesn't get like blown to hell and they have to swim through the water to show yeah. off some of those mechanics. It, it was, was very weird forced, for them. Yeah. Yeah, it was very weird for them not to show that. Um, 
I think I thought it looked nice. Brody, you and I talked about it when we were uh, when they were showing it. We liked how like they still kind of kept the sort of aspect or like atmosphere of people hiding in places you wouldn't necessarily expect. Mm-hmm. Like when he killed when uh, you kill that guy, the soap kills that guy and then he checks the right corner. Honestly, kind of would have liked it to be almost more of a thing where it's more of a surprise and they show off because they did talk about how they added in some new melee animations like Cold War had would have loved to have seen something like that. So you can kind of show that off. Instead, it was very much just a normal you know, like he peaked the corner being super careful, which I guess you should expect from an operator like that. It makes sense. Um, I liked it mostly. Uh, I agree with Jeff. Graphics looked okay. Weren't really huge. Um, wasn't like a huge, big improvement on there. I did have a bit of a concern though with the audio. I felt like some of the weapon sounds, the bullets, uh, the bullet sounds or whatever, the firearms sounded kind of dull. Um, I liked Modern Warfare 2019 had almost like this very tactile, like click, sound to things like when you loaded a mag in you heard this pop this clang like you knew it was in that kind of thing whereas some of the stuff like for reloading the shotgun or the uh the fennec or vector or whatever it's going to be called uh felt kind of dull loading the magazine up or like racking the bolt again that kind of thing it felt kind of dull and not as very uh prominent so i hope that's more of just a thing with this or maybe the mix they had it doesn't feel as good um but overall i liked it uh it the mission was very reminiscent of that first call of duty four mission um, with the cargo container when they airdrop in um, yep. and mixing that with the oil rig mission from modern warfare two. So I like yep. that they're kind of, it's very nostalgic in that sense. I like that. Um, curious to see more about the story. I don't know how they're going to do it with the Warzone thing. I think it's probably just going to be separate. Like they're just going to take some of the names they introduced in Warzone seasons and then just roll as a story um, is my kind of guess. So my guess is Warzone 2.0 is going to be a uh, rebirth for Warzone. I think they're going to get rid of almost everything except for uh, this this Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2. I think yeah. because right now it's so messy, right? There's, there's so many there's different weapons. So many balance, convoluted so timelines. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a, kind of a disaster that I don't think they thought of ahead of time or at least not in the capacity that I would think that they should have. Um, yeah. Granted, I also don't make games, so fuck me, I guess. But uh, regardless, sure. in my mind, I feel like Warzone 2.0 is going to be a little bit of a rebirth. And I also I think so. that, like like you said, with the, uh, the uh, water uh, uh, kind of fighting to some extent, they said that yeah. would be limited to pistols and knives. Melee, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, which I think is wise, right? Like, uh, in cold war, you could literally snipe from underwater. Yeah. And, and they even and added in that, like the, yeah, it was they added fucking the, ridiculous. They it added that the, the ballistics both ways will be different as well. So when you're shooting into the water, I think they said that your bullets will slow down quicker. So the deeper yeah. you go, the harder it is going to be to hit you or even yeah. damage you and vice versa. You're not going to really, I mean, pistol calibers aren't as strong as obviously rifle calibers anyway. So, you know, right. you're going to have to be, you're going to have to put a lot more shots into people above water or underwater with you as well. Um, or just trust your, you know, you know, your, your handy knife baton, whatever you got for your, you know, war zone character and, and hope that you take them out that way. Um, 
very curious to see the spec ops mode that they talked about. I've said yeah. this before. I really hope that they just bring back like the spec ops mode from Modern Warfare 2 and 3. Just yep. bring it back. You don't have to do some sort of crazy missions. But of course, I saw in the description that it's a narrative driven thing, which they said for the original one from 2019, um, which was cool in essence, but really didn't care about it overall. It kind of was just like throw AI at you and you just kill them and slowly move through the map, um, which could be different because they did talk. Oddly enough, they did this like dice for 2042. They talked about the AI a lot. And I think that you should just stop doing that because yeah. like they did some somebody or I, I this might be confirmed, might not take it with a grain of salt. Um, somebody mentioned how there might be just AI on the Warzone map, like AI soldiers. Like, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, that's like, what Fortnite has been doing for a while now. Right? Well, and that's what and that is what 2042 did for uh, Hazard Zone as well. They did that where there's AI that ro- roam the like areas and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a cool concept. But at the end of the day, I mean, maybe it's just me. But like I you can clearly tell an AI player versus or oh, an AI versus it's, a it's person. Very easy. It's very easy to tell. And they're not hard to kill regardless. Like I, and that's coming from a guy. I've also died to AI you know, in both oh, yeah. in like CS or Fortnite or, or battlefield and stuff like that. Cause sometimes they just get the better of you. You're having a bad day or like you're just caught off guard, but like they said something as well where they're like, yeah, they behave like real people. Cause they, I guess what I was no. reading was that the funny thing is, is what they described or what infinity war described is that they watched like YouTube videos of people playing airsoft and how they move through like, like tactical people who move through airsoft maps, like they're simulating, like they're doing role play kind of shit. Like they're being SWAT or military operators. And they just watch those videos over and over and over again, trying to get the AI to behave that way. And again, missed opportunity with this demo where you could have shown that off a bit more, but realistically everything I saw was mostly scripted from the AI. Like it was, it was very scripted and you could see when their animations transitioned from them moving from a fighting stance to taking cover to doing whatever story driven thing they had to do. People playing airsoft is going to be drastically different than people playing call of duty. Like that's or, or like they're trying to model the AI after actual operators by watching airsoft, which at that point I would just go and be like, can I watch operators? Right. right. I, that, like, that seems. Why would? Why would they do that? I mean, you watch a Nerf fight in the fucking living room, and now they know right. how to like, use. Yeah. Right. No. Right. Right. Uh, to me, I am. I am still excited for this game. I thought it looked okay. Um, me as too, far as graphically, the, yeah. like it, it looked like a Call of Duty. Uh, it looked the, better, the but water, not like waves yeah. better. The 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 water physics looked fine. It doesn't look like a. a Again, I I don't like to say next gen at this point because we're two years into it. It is a yeah, current, current gen, gen. Um, uh, so it it did not look current gen status to that point. But we're also still supporting PS4 and we're also still supporting Xbox One. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I yeah. get it, right? Like you still have to make your money, but uh, it, to me, it looked fine. Uh, ultimately, the the gun feel of everything is what matters the most. Like. That is what Call of Duty excels at. So when you get into the multiplayer, if everything feels good, it's a good Call of Duty game for the most part. So sure. uh, yeah. if it plays like Modern Warfare 2019, I'm in. Like that. That's yeah. that's all I need to have a solid multiplayer experience to get by. Barrier. And I think this will absolutely uh, capture that. So yeah, yeah, it's my barrier to entry. If it feels like Modern Warfare 2019, which I've been playing a shit ton of recently, I'm in. Give me more weapons. Give me more attachments. Like, yep. please, for the love of God, I mean, give me more pistols. Like, I don't know why. Am I the only gamer that's asking I for this? I love pistols. 
2042 gave me three and modern warfare 2019 gave me like six like guys you have so many handguns to work with give me some i want to be like john wick i didn't even get to feel like john wick and modern warfare 2019 until you guys introduced the renetti which isn't even technically the gun he uses but still the point yeah. stands give me guns man give me pistols 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 because you know what i can Absolutely. kick a whole lobby full of players asses with just a pistol while they use ars and lmgs and shotguns and smgs because you know what i'm just that good so please had, give me more pistols i had diamond pistols that was like one of the I think All right. the second thing I went after. Uh, uh, Brody, uh, surprisingly, go, does not go outside more than I do because I don't even have diamond pistols. <laughs> oh, it was the second thing I worked on. It was submachine really? gun pistols. I fucking I, love so pistols, dude. I only got certain pistols gold. I never got platinum or like I never got like the uh, Damascus or like the it's platinum fucking stuff. Fucking dumb I cat. I see that cat. <laughs> I'm watching him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never mean. got that far. I, I, I maybe I'll work on that now after we're done with this. I'll work on getting some other things gold so I can get to those platinum and Damascus stuff. Yeah. Definitely, definitely worth it. It's cool. Yeah. What I we got next, Jeff? Duty. We have flashback too. Cool. Nick, Nick will love <laughs> this. I don't give a shit. Cool. No. Yeah, I've never. I never even I heard of flashback too. I, I don't. I, I never I heard mean, of flashback. I, I've. I mean, I like to think of myself as somebody who like kind of keeps up with the older games die and stuff, considering I did that for a yeah. bit, but uh, no idea. I didn't nope. know about this guy. So sounds like a cult classic to me and Nick will fucking love it. And I don't give a shit. Nick yeah. is going to be angrily texting it's 30 me years, by minutes. the way, 30 years since the last game. Yep. I'm good for another first sequel years, I guess. You know, it's funny. Um, my dad is 50 and he saw it and he went, I don't know what the shit that is. Fair enough. <laughs> he was um, like, I have no clue. <laughs> moving on, we got to look at Fort Solace, um, which was another space style thriller. Space. Um, it's a thriller game yeah. set on Mars called Fort Solace. With, with Troy Baker um, and Roger Clark. It's space settlers have colonized Mars, but then something goes wrong. What? In frantic clips of the base in a state of emergency, build up to a final clip of a man saying something is going on here and I need to find out what it is. So it's kind of a mystery. I'm going to play it mostly due to the voice actors. Um, that's crazy. And I'm, I think I'm one of the few that's people who kind of plays game. I, I, I feel, well, that's the thing as I was going to say, that's kind of a big thing is that I think this indie studio is banking on is it's like people are going to, some people are going to play it due to the fact of how much they enjoyed Troy Baker's performance in all the games he's done along with Roger Clark and Red Dead Redemption too. So, um, the real hope there for me at that point is just that the writing is up to par with the gameplay. If the gameplay's even manageable, I will be more intrigued by the story because I want to see how these guys are in terms of their acting. Um, so I'm curious, uh, but that's, that's about it for me. I, 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 I'm over the space thing. Like that's the, the new zombie, right? Like zombies have ruled the gaming world for a while now, and we're still doing it. We've also been doing vampires. Um, and battle royales i'm over it i I don't care i'm over the space thing and that seems to be a huge portion of what we've saw over this entire summer games fest i i just don't care you really don't like space games and i really like space games so i think we have to fight next week i i don't hate space space games i hate an abundance of space games because sure at this point it's not original and granted, they all probably started working on it around the same time, and it was not a common it thing. It just at happens the time. to go it together. It just yeah. happens to work that way, right? But like, uh, and uh, game development works that way, where it's like a 
four to five I mean, year cycle, but I just I the amount of times we heard a space, space adventure or a thriller, space shooter drama or space thriller, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I I this was packed with it and I just don't care. I I'm whatever, uh, right? Like luckily look luckily for me, I mean a lot of them seem to be interesting, whereas a lot of the times I'm not always interested in every space game space game that comes out. You know me, I, I like Star Citizen, which is vastly yeah. different from a lot of space games. Um so that's like where my that's my sort of opinion on it, right? It's like if I want to if I'm going to do a space game, which granted Fort Solace is a space game to a degree, the Callisto Protocol is a space game, like depending on your way of defining those things. Um, maybe the definition of space game should change because realistically, I don't think things are space games if they're just set on a different planet. If it's a space game should be something that is like Star Citizen or No Man's Sky, where space is a direct component to the thing, right? Like a planet is not necessarily a direct component to space in the sense of uh, space games, rather like when you say space game, I'm like, Oh, so I can travel to different planets and I can, you know, go and I can shoot asteroids or I can go and I can fly out in space and travel from one planet to another. And I can land on a planet and all that kind of stuff. That's a space game. But if it's just like, yeah, the Callisto protocol is a space, you know, game, science fiction, horror, you know, shoot 'em up kind of thing, or, you know, FPS, you know, scary game. It's like, well, what's spacey about it? Oh, it's set on a, a, a moon of Jupiter. That's it. That's the only space related thing you have. It's like, you I know, mean, that's really not much. Or it being put I on mean, Mars. To be is fair, not, that is what it is. We as humans consider space. Well, I'm not human, part, right? dude. Like, I mean, I know, I know. Raptor, you you calm the fuck down. I know you've been to Mars and shit, but like, if I could like change my camera to be a Velociraptor, I totally would. I can't. Yeah, ultimately, I need to get that. if it is not on Earth, it is considered True. a space game, right? Like, and and even then, you know, it's like, oh, the gravity's different, or oh, there's aliens, or something of this nature. I, it it, it is what it is. I think I have higher hopes for this, just given the voice cast for it. Um, but at the, you think they wouldn't sign on if it wasn't, you know, something at least interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, Troy Baker is usually the, the, he signs on for good shit, right? Like, so everything he's been in more or less has been a pretty good hit. Yeah. yeah. It's it's, so I, I have some faith given that, but it's also not the type of game that captures my attention in any capacity. So. Sure. I think we'll see more of that though. I think we'll see more of like actors, voice actors, taking on indie style games because they want to, because they have that opportunity, especially like the older guys like Nolan North, Troy Baker, Roger Clark, definitely. Although while he might not be an older guy in terms of all the games he's been in, I mean, he was in the biggest game of 2018. So like, you know, so that's another thing where it's like, if they can get that star power in there, you're going to probably see a lot more games coming down the line. Maybe where people are getting those games just to hear those actors. Cause I mean, there are movies where people just go to see that movie. They might not even care about the premise or the story or whatever, but they go to see it because Brad Pitt's in it or uh, Tom Cruise is in it or, you know, whoever. So uh, I think we'll hopefully see more things like that, where we get better story driven games from indie studios and kind of go from there. But um, yeah, I yeah. mean, it looked okay. It, it looked good. I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Did they say it was going to be on game pass? Do you remember? Mm, I don't remember that. Uh, if it if it is, I'll play it through there. If not, I'll probably still buy it regardless. Uh, I'll definitely give it a shot. So you fucking chill. What oh, you got <laughs> next, Jeff? Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got routine, which is just a quick, uh, spicy look quick, yeah. at a uh, horror like 
space. Those robots scared Jeff. Game. Those robots scared the hell out of Jeff. He did not I don't like, like them, those. Dude. I don't fucking like that at all, dude. They no, were I don't like terrifying. it either. I want to play it, but at the same time, I, I got to see more about the game before I really yeah. determine if I'm going to play it. Because, yeah, it's you got to win me over with the gameplay first. From, from what we saw, it looked cool. Again, uh, space. I guess it was five years old. And, and also uh, this it, spooky, so I'm kind of not super into it, but it looked interesting enough that I will be looking for future updates. Yeah. Then we got to look at Stormgate, um, which was from Frost Giant Studios, which is a team composed of uh, former Blizzard Entertainment developers who worked on games like StarCraft 2 and WarCraft 3. They debuted their game at Summer Game Fest. Um, it's a new real-time strategy game, um, and it promises an ever-involving story through thrilling campaign missions where science fiction and fantasy collide. It's a huge CGI trailer in true Blizzard fashion, um, ex-Blizzard fashion, I guess I would say. What the fuck that cat's doing? Uh, and I thought he was going to eat something and choke on it. Um, this is... I'm fucking sick and tired of this kind of shit. Massive CGI buildup and then RTS. rip into it. I feel like if if you're yeah, and then it's RTS. I feel like if yeah, like if you're um, StarCraft two, right? Okay, everyone knows what StarCraft one was at that point, so they know it's going to be RTS. You can do the yeah. fucking CGI, but don't open up with this kind of shit because we watched it. We're like, well, okay, this is kind of cool. Clearly had something that looked like Divas Mac easily. Like I mean, definitely, yeah. huge inspiration to Divas yeah. Mac. And then you also had fucking Diablo himself in the fucking thing. So yeah, that was yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great right. from that aspect. I don't know. I don't really give a shit for RTS. I don't think there's a lot of space in it. I don't know how this game is really going to do. I don't think it's going to do very, very well, in my own personal opinion. Any I, thoughts on that? I I'm not touch it. Yeah, I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, I'm not I, touching I it. I think it will uh, fall flat on its face. Cool. Then we got to look at High Water. That was a more of an artsy game. We didn't. It's a survival that's game that's narrative driven. We're getting into all this crazy artsy stuff, and it drives me shit. fucking nuts. I don't care. I'm probably not going to play it. Play it. But the I mean, publishers, Rogue Games, and the developers, Demagogue. If you want to check it out. I hats off to them, but I just personally don't care. Really? Honestly, I like the aspect of it being something about climate change and all that kind of stuff. I think that's a neat aspect and a noble thing to go on about. But at the same time, art style doesn't capture me. It just doesn't. No. In the story, and like story wise, I mean, obviously the story was really just more things like just talking about climate change, which is fine. Um, but I didn't know much more other than that. And, uh, gameplay wise didn't really interest me. I'm not really one of those people who wants to play through a game and it's more or less just the same of go this place, talk to these people, learn more of their story. It's like, you got to give me a reason to care about these people. Mm -hmm. I, like also at yeah. the same time, if, if somebody does not care about climate change, I don't think this game is going to change their mind. To that's a good point. Honest. Like that's a, no, that's this, a fair point to bring up. This seems like kind of a, like, Oh, we're doing something for a good cause. But at the same time, like, the people that don't agree with climate change have heard the argument about climate change. And this game is not going to be the thing that's like, Oh shit. They're like, not going to, it seems like a 
a a weird thing to go after. I'm sorry, but no, it, it does. It, just is. it definitely does. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it is. There, there's not gonna nobody who doesn't believe or doesn't care about climate change is going to go. Well, I'm gonna buy this because there's gonna be people who just don't care about it, so they're not gonna buy it. And there's gonna be people who go, well, I'm not buying it because it's just gonna support that theory. So yeah. you're gonna have both those camps, along with people like who do care about. Right, you're gonna have those people who do care about climate change who are going I, to. I get don't it, even think in their they already know. They push that though. Like I think they're just. They're, they already driven. know the argument. Like they already know the argument. Well, they have. They they said like narrative driven about global warming, climate change, all that kind of stuff. Like that was yeah, definitely just thing. That, that was a big thing they mentioned. But like, I mean, I care about climate change certainly, but I'm probably not going to play the game about it because like, act. It's not going to. The, the yeah, book, like, the book the Lorax watch, was done. Watch you know, the Lorax. Fucking thirty years ago, forty years yeah. ago. Doctor Seuss yeah. nailed done. that shit. Danny DeVito's <laughs> a little. Uh, yeah. we got to look at Marvel's Midnight Suns official trailer, which is a next, uh, sorry, it's a turn-based game from the team behind XCOM. Uh, trailer looks sweet. Didn't get any gameplay, obviously, of it yeah. yet. We'll get a look at that later on. Um, but the characters look sweet in the trailer, so I can't really speak to any of that. I mean, nobody, I don't, can anyone really add anything else to this? Cause we don't have fucking gameplay. Um, I, I, I want to see more it. from what I understand. There's supposed to be some card building element to it as well so i want to see what that actually is um unless they entirely change the 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 whole design i guess but uh to me i mean it's it's marvel so instantly you have my attention but now you have to you know actually get me to buy the motherfucker yeah i'm not it's a turn-based thing i'm not buying it it's not my thing i don't do them yeah it's just not for me especially xcom style stuff it's just not doesn't work for me so fair enough We'll kind of blow through these next three here because there wasn't a lot, but uh, we got to look at Cuphead's Delicious Last Course DLC. Um, so it should be coming out June 30th on Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Windows PC. This has been delayed for a very long fucking time. People have been waiting yes. for a very long time on it. Um, I think they probably got a little sidetracked when it came to the Netflix side of stuff. Um, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Sure. Then we also got to look at uh, Honkai St- uh, Star Rail. Um which is a sci-fi open world adventure from the makers of Genshin Impact. I think I'm the only one that's interested in both of these games. <laughs> yeah, you'd be you'd probably be right in this camp. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll check it out. I mean, I, I can't promise I'm gonna put a lot of time into it, but I'll check it out. Sure. Both of them. Uh then we also <laughs> gotta look at Zenless uh Zenless Zone Zero or ZZZ, uh, which is a project that got shown off by uh, Hoyoverse. Um, it's a uh, basically a futuristic urban action game is what it's pitched to us. Yeah. Um, it takes place in a city called New Iridu, um, where there's a conspiracy of some sort is running a market within the city. Um, and it's kind of the detail of Genshin Impact with a fast-paced action style is what they're basically saying. I'm here the for futuristic this. side. I'm here for the furry wolf, man. Oh boy. I'm just kidding. I'm not, uh, but I, I will check it out because I, I, I enjoy anime games, but that's really about it. And even then it's pretty hit or miss. So we'll yeah. See. Uh, then we got a blast from the past with uh teenage mutant Ninja turtles shredders, revenge remaster nice coming out. It's complete rework. And the big deal with this is that uh, there's going to be a seventh playable character, which is not available in the arcade version of it. Oh, the original uh, version Jones? and that seventh playable character is going to be Casey Jones. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, kind of neat. Uh, you'll have the seven player um, or six, six or seven player online multiplayer, which is great and local multiplayer as well. That was pretty cool. 
Another quick one was One Piece Odyssey. Um, it's a new JRPG based on the long-running anime, of course. One Piece. Um, they just basically revealed some new information and went through the characters into it. It's kind of cool look. Game looks beautiful. Uh, Saints Row Boss Factory. Little fucking confusing, but Volition's uh, upcoming reboot of Saints Row is around the corner, obviously, and it's just being titled simply Saints Row, which is to I'm assuming at this point kind of rebrand it honestly a little yeah. bit like I think bring it back Start a bit over. so it so it has yeah. a space to compete within with you know a GTA and other shit. Um, that won't the actual Saints Row game won't be available until August 23rd. But with Saints Row Boss Factory, which is a pre-release download, which is available now, you can go ahead and design your character and then put them in the game later. And the whole play on can... this is that there's a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. In terms of customization. You can make up to six characters from what I saw and save them to import into the actual game once you get there. Cool. So, oh, that's pretty cool. cool. I mean, yeah, that's it, cool. It, it, it's kind of like what Final Fantasy 14 does where you can like make a character for the new class or whatever they make or not class, but new race um, and whatever. Right. Like it's a character creator, but uh, whatever, like august is when people will actually maybe care about this maybe yeah yeah and then the the last two quick ones before we get into more deeper dive ones um we've got to look at nightingale which was in Fluxion's uh games first person fantasy survival game which is interesting because it kind of mixes up how or it makes up a card system with a within a 3d world which is kind of interesting um yeah. i'm not too keen on I'm this out. it was i'm out it I'm was uh, just Narnia and <laughs> Harry Potter in one shot. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay. No, thank you. They had some okay art, but other than that, I just don't care. The game yeah, sounds me. boring. Then we got to look at Layers of Fears. Um, it's just a psychological and psychedelic, psychedelic horror franchise. Um, it's going to be available uh, and released early 2023 on PS5, Windows, PC, Xbox Series X. So I'm out. It's just a I'm creepy out. vibe and just kind of weird, but I'm out too as well. Too creepy and too artsy for me. I'm out. Then we got a look at Gotham Knights or kind of got a look yeah. at Gotham Knights. It was yeah. uh, a character trailer. Some parts of it looked good. Some parts of it, um, I was kind of let down a little bit by the graphics of the characters, um, which is kind of a bummer. They just seem a lot less detailed yeah um and i get it they're in a smaller view um when you're operating them but still it would be nice to have them i think a little bit more a little bit more detailed within the world the lighting was a little interesting but hey there's still time for them to work on some shit um this is also the arkham origins studio if i remember correctly warner brothers montreal yeah yeah so uh I, i i'm excited for this game just because you have a broad range of characters to play and it seems like it will be somewhat in the arkham vein um but yeah ultimately the the trailer they showed off was not super exciting but i'm still excited for the game yeah yeah and the the big showcase on that was dick grayson aka nightwing and showing yeah. that character off um, show me Batgirl, which damn it! Was most of the most of the character trailer, which 
it's not playing it, bro. After after it was you, Evan. after it was shown at Games Fest, they showed uh, it was posted to put YouTube, him down, him. and it's just posted as the official Nightwing character trailer. So we can expect yeah. character trailers for each one yep. to come out, so we can That's see cool. them all, yep. which is great. And I love that stuff when people do that. Then, yeah. last but not least, The Last of Us Part One. Yeah. So we got to look at The Last of Us. TV show in terms of a screenshot essentially and told that they were just finishing up the final um, day of shooting. Technically. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we were told that they were working on a new Last of Us style game that is set in San Francisco in a massive open world that is multiplayer multiplayer as well. So I would suspect something similar to that of like almost a war zone to be honest with you I think. Yeah. Um, less and, battle royale, maybe. Yeah, maybe less battle royale, but still, I don't think like, they're going to do a battle royale. But I think it's going to be survival esque. Maybe mix something like a Daisy with more of a division yeah. style. But he said it'll be their like, biggest game they've ever done. Which is they said they expanded the, the studio for it, like just for this game alone. They expanded it because the multiplayer vision they had grew so big, which is exciting as a Last of Us fan. Because if I factions, if you guys didn't play it. Honestly, probably not worth it to go back and try now because it's probably dead. Mm-hmm. But like it was so fun. It was this it was this really great mix of this realism and the fact of you got shot in the head, you died. You know, it was like Red Dead sure. where you didn't have like this extra health somewhere. You had you you died and there was there was melee combat mixed in and it was simple stuff where it's like you just had to get supplies like medicine and that was like the objective. It wasn't some stupid ass capture the flag, which let's face it, nobody in a modern warfare lobby goes, yeah, I would totally believe these operators are just trying to capture a flag and move it to the other side of the map. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. or Halo, you know, same thing. So like it was still grounded in the reality of the series of it being like they're trying to just get something that's necessary. And there's another group that's trying to stop them. And it was to the point where you could craft stuff like in the single player game where you were where you were crafting, you know, trap uh, trap bombs or, or uh, like trip wires or whatever, or like upgrading your melee weapon. That was all in the multiplayer that you were doing at the same time. So you were and there were it was round based, almost like a siege style game like Rainbow Six, where it was round based and it was just whoever won the most rounds won the game. And it was very I don't know. It's been a long time since I played it, so I don't want to be like, oh, it's ahead of its time. But it felt that way when I played it as a kid being 13 years old. I was like, this is unlike any other multiplayer I've played up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to see what they've done. I kind of hope they have something like that where it's just a separate mode and it's smaller maps. Um, and then I also would be perfectly fine with it being something like The Division or uh, like there's a new game coming out like that's called the wild or something like that. It's almost like a last of us division set in New York city. It looks, mm. doesn't look to be at the same par, but I would love it if it's that style of game with the last of us quality. Cause I mean, Brody, even you were saying where you were like the screenshot difference between the last of us remastered from PS4 to the last of us part one on PS5 is huge. Oh, massive. like it is, it is not, it's almost like the resident evil remakes where oh, it was it's like, wild. it's completely, it's completely remade, not just a, 4k textures pack it's yeah. very much so the new engine and um, they, they did with, say too that this is the definitive version of the game like this is it yeah yeah this is what you want to play yeah so, if you want to like no like they're I'm, like, done after this like that that's yeah. and i'm perfectly fine with that i like i think wait yeah, i didn't I, hear that right did they say like they're done making a third 
no, 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 no. They're okay. done just done fucking with around the with the first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're done fucking around with it. Okay, that makes sense. Because I know that they, they had mentioned they had mentioned a while ago that if they found a reason to do a third, they would be about it. Oh, but they're I'm not. sure they will. It well, prints I, money. It prints money. Sure, like, sure, it does. But, uh, but I mean, I'm also they struggled with a long time not to get super off topic. But they did take a, a hot couple of years before they decided to even make the second one because they were like we couldn't figure out the story for it. So yeah. I believe with I believe with Neil Druckmann anyway. He's very much he sees the dollar signs, but he also goes, I don't want to put out poor story for that to kill like it, i yeah. want to i want to be able to make a good story and make the and, and obviously and making he, the good story will make the money and I think even he, then with two like it the the community is pretty divided on that right like still to this day like some people love it and some people hate it so it, it's kind I know, of i know if you i know people who third, don't it's like where the fuck yeah you go from here I know, I know, I know a, a couple people who don't like it. I know, uh, I know, like Nick, for instance, loves the game. The only thing he had an issue with in the second game was playing a different character, which I understand. Yeah. But we also both fought through it and we finished the game and we were like, "Holy shit, it was worth it." Um, I have a buddy of mine who also was like, "I hate." He was like, "I hate it because they did this thing that I didn't want." But then I also, to a degree, some people. I'm not gonna say everybody who disliked the game, but there were a decent amount of people who thought. And I will give Naughty Dog shit for this. I know it's impossible that Evan could give Naughty Dog shit, but I can. Um, they did say they did when they first showed the trailer for the second game. They did show this trailer of Ellie playing a guitar, and her hands are all bloodied. And Joel walks into the room and goes, "Kiddo." What's your next move? Like, what's your next? Like, what are you going to do next? And she goes, I'm going to kill every last one of them. So if you go just off of that trailer and then you go play the second game, you're going to be disappointed because that's clearly not what happens. And I understand the issue with that. But it had been so long for me since I had seen that trailer to then go and have what happened in the game happen. I was upset for the obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. But I was not mad at the developers because I was like, there's a point to this. And I'm usually somebody who likes to give people, especially filmmakers, movie like uh, game makers, like people who make stories. I'm usually willing to give them a benefit of the doubt because yeah. you got to get people to that point for them to understand it. I, and my friend love him to death, but very much so like I didn't expect it. I didn't like it. It's bad. And I don't like to take that kind of stance. So it's like, you got to try and understand it. I try to do it for the halo show for Christ's sakes. If I can do it for the halo show, anybody can do it for anything. <laughs> so, we also have some some smaller uh, announcements during oh, yeah. all of this. So we have Neon yeah. White uh, that's coming out June sixteenth. This is a stylish card based shooter, which is uh, none of us really cared. Uh, Humankind is coming to consoles, and there's also going to be some new DLC, which seems to be included with Game Pass, kind of maybe. Yes. Yeah, I told it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already on Game okay. Pass for PC, so it'll be on consoles as well. Uh, now, yeah. Uh, we also got a look at Witchfire, which most or all of us kind of thought looked a little bit boring. It, it had some cool elements, but also not exactly what we expected. Uh, there was also, let's see here, uh, the uh, Goat Simulator 3, because they skipped two for some godforsaken reason. And it was like a Dead Island 2 parody trailer, which was pretty cool. Uh, we got to look at Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, the extended gameplay good. trailer, which looked pretty cool. Uh, we also got a look at where is it at? Uh, Metal Hellsinger, which is a like a rhythm based shooter mm-hmm. game, which was 
interesting. Warframe has a new open world expansion as well as uh, some new Warframes and things that were available. Uh, we got to look at the 2.5D indie side-scrolling adventure called American Arcadia, um, and that pretty much sums it up. I, I think that was... Yeah. I, granted, all of that was kind of mixed in with what we actually talked about. Hi, Obi. Um, but... <laughs> he keeps jumping up here. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm fucking yeah, I trying to get him to not step on the fucking keyboard. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so uh, ultimately, what what is our temperature on this Summer Games Fest? Summer Game Fest, not games, game. I thought it was subdued, man. I didn't think it was like crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us, is that's really cool to see. I mean, I think yeah. honestly, most of us thought thought that was probably going to happen yeah but maybe That's not maybe not during summer games fest but it was at least going to i mean why would you not right um and uh yeah i don't know i, I don't uh i don't think it was very strong I don't know what the fuck I was expecting, though. Honestly, I was expecting just indie games and then when E3 pulled out, that's kind of when I sat here and went, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So this actually might be like something decent now, but it's a, it's right. if you put this up against the game awards, this is much less than the game awards in terms oh, of I agree. Uh, impact, for sure. Which is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, in terms of like real, like premieres and all that kind of stuff, it's yeah, also like not shit as that formal. matters. Yeah. It's very much like a very casual almost like and I mean E3 arguably kind of felt more casual once they allowed like the general public to come in. It was very much a casual affair of like, yeah, yeah, come on and show up. I mean, I might, I know that uh, my father was able to go to E3 before they opened it to the public when it was just an industry style thing. And like, that was still, that was interesting and it was very nice to see. But like, once they opened it to the public, it became almost more like a PAX Gamescom. Yes. Thing where everybody can yes. go. Whereas like the game awards still is very much like that's kind of the prestige of like it's journalists, it's developers, it's industry people. And it's like an Oscar style event where you're giving awards out and you're also showing off new games, which is a pretty nice thing in terms of an award show, because it's not like the Oscars is like, here's the best actor award. Also, we're showing off a new Marvel movie, right? They don't do that. Um, so like that's a nice little change of like you get to see those. Um I'd say like if I had to give it a rating out of 10, because that's I know that's what uh, WASD does. I'd probably give it like a seven. Like I was pleased with the stuff I saw, but there was a hot, there was a hot section of the middle where I was kind of just like, eh, mm -hmm. I wasn't really into it. So mm -hmm. even some of the games that looked cool, like routine, it was like, I really know nothing about it. And I, there was a section as well. I don't know if uh, you guys thought of it the same way. Maybe it was just me where it was like, this game's been, it's a 30 year old franchise. This game was talked about five years ago. This game was six years old. And it's like like the goat simulator thing was just like I said that uh, we were I was talking about that a while ago because I saw the trailer for it uh, beforehand or like I saw it when I wasn't watching everything and I saw it on Twitter or whatever. And I was like, this is stupid because I was like it already because like it pissed me off because it's like, well, I want Dead Island 2. And instead, I'm getting this poorly made trailer that's a Goat Simulator 3 when there wasn't even a Goat Simulator 2. <laughs> like, like it's like, I'm not going to get it for Confused. any of these reasons. I never played the original Goat Simulator. Like, I never, I wasn't interested. It's just not an interesting There's title no to me story. for those You'll reasons. Be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's like, I just never was interested. And because the of it, war. I was just never interested in that. The war of Goat like, Simulator. I, I, <laughs> right. Like, I get that it's like, it's a cool game, but it just never interested me overall. Fair enough. Um, so like the the fact that it's like three and I get that it's a tongue in cheek thing to Dead Island 2 and there was no mm -hmm. second game and all that kind of stuff. I get it, but it still wasn't like it didn't grab me. Also, maybe it's just me. 
I don't know if it was in engine or in game footage. It wasn't. I'm guessing it wasn't in game footage. I'm almost certain it wasn't. But if it was, if it was in engine footage, I'm not going to lie. I know they probably made like a lot of money with Goat Simulator 1, and it felt like there was very little graphical improvement to the character models. Like the guy that we see walking just looks pretty poorly done and i'm not i'm not asking it to be like a battlefield 4 style but like you know i kind of was hoping for a bit more than what i saw like you know in terms of a look thing but maybe that's just me because i'm like it's a snobby studio making a weird physics game i'm not too concerned sure sure i maybe maybe that's my fault too because of all the other indie games i saw today that looked pretty decent in terms of Fair like enough. Fort Solace and mm-hmm. you know all those other games like Windfire, like all these other things that looked really I mean, decent, and then you kind of see Fort Solace has Troy Baker in it. It's hardly an indie game. The studio's indie. They just had yeah. you know the fun. They just had they the had to the have funds the, and the money the... to pay for Troy Baker. Yeah, it was the PUBG one studio. of the premier video game voice actors. Like I you don't know his rate. How, I can get him on Cameo fuck- for fifty dollars. How fucking indie is that at that point to me? How much like, can I, how much can I get how much can I get Troy Baker on Cameo for? Ultimately, I I was pretty much at like a five or six on this. I thought it was pretty lackluster. Way too much space. Way too much of the same type of fucking game. Uh, I really, really, I I know this was kind of a pipe dream, but I was really hoping to see God of War here. Because Sony was supposed to be here, right? And they didn't right. really have a huge presence other than the the, uh, the actual Last of Us. Uh, yeah. But I, I was hoping to see God of War here because basically if we don't see it here, it is not releasing this year. Like, it's just not. Sorry, go ahead. I, didn't mean I, I would be very surprised to see a state of play like next month where they're like, hey, by the way, God of War is coming out this holiday season. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 granted, they did that with Gran Turismo, but that's a little bit of a different situation. Uh, God of War is not a flagship. Yeah, God of War is going to be large enough that they want to get the word out ahead of time. I think since we have not seen that game since uh, the the last time they kind of showed it off, which seems like forever ago at this point, uh, I I don't think we're going to see it this year. So to me, even though it was not explicitly said, I feel like that was a confirmation that God of War is not coming out until next year. Um, so that that was kind of disappointing to me. Overall, I thought it was fine. Again, way too much space. Mm-hmm. A lot of anime games that most people are not going to care about. I am kind of interested in some of them, or at least enough to try them, especially the, the uh, right. I, I assume, free-to-play games because they're coming from a predominantly mobile studio. I will try those out, but uh, we'll see, right? Like I, I think ultimately it was fine. It had the same situation of almost like a Game Awards where the pacing was a little bit weird. Not as bad as Game Awards. I feel like Game Awards really has some really fucked up pacing. And this one was a little bit better, but ultimately I thought it was okay, right? Like uh, for a E3 without E3 and where uh, Jeff Keighley really needed to show up with this event to actually replace E3, I don't think it hit those marks. I think it was mediocre, and I think ultimately um, if he's actually trying to replace E3 in any capacity, I don't think he hit that that spot now, and I don't think, to me, I am not, again, I am disappointed by Summer Game 
Fest, and I don't think it is going to be the new E3 going forward. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty much like I was excited for the things I was excited for. And then the some of the stuff that I saw that I didn't know about, only some of them got me, not all of it. Right. Like yeah. like when we were doing the recap, it was like there's this little lull where I was just like there was so much anime stuff that I just wasn't a fan of and I'm just not a fan of it. And that's all there is to it. My brother loves it. I don't. I can't. I can't do it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm too old. Um <laughs> And it's like, there's like, I don't yeah, think that's the, the issue. I think it's just a, a different taste thing. <laughs> nah, it's I'm old. I'm like 50. Um, I have so I that have mustache is like <laughs> 20 years of age added. Yeah, it added 20 to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't for me a lot. Of, but like the stuff I saw that I was I was hoping for, or like saw like that I already knew was going to be there. Like, God, I was happy about like, I mean, realistically, it's just exciting. Like, granted the COD stuff really didn't show us anything new other than just a, a no. demo, but it didn't show any of the features they've been talking about, but I'm still excited for it because it's a new COD game and it's the modern warfare series, which I've always loved. So like that already has me, you've already won me over with that. And from what I've heard, what they showed or talked about yesterday. Um, so that's that, right. There's, that's really all there is to it for me. I, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I was happy with it overall, but I mean, yeah, I'll give it a seven, but uh, mostly those three points are taken away due to, the stuff like the little lull in the middle and the lack of really big stuff I was hoping to see because we're not going to see anything big from PlayStation until like September ish. Cause that's when they do their showcase, which is bigger than a state of play. Um, and it's like going back to your point about God of war. That's when I would see God of war. And that would be like, it's coming. It would already be a delay that they've posted beforehand. And then they show more of like a trailer or more gameplay that they've got showing it for like early next year or mid next year, or they don't say anything about it. And then they just show like a trailer. And then it's like, it's not coming whatever date it was supposed to be like October, November, but it's coming like mid December or something like that. Like, like three months later, that's really tight. I don't know how is not, not likely. Yeah. At that point, it does not happen because you're kind of in that weird, like holiday season typically if a big game is coming out it's november september uh, october and november are like the big months for like your your triple a titles right so that all depends on them if they decide to try and fit it in at like early december because i mean they did didn't 2042 do that not that 2042 is a good game by any means but like no they didn't that was way too early and maybe it's another game i'm thinking of but i remember a game coming out early december that was pretty popular so i could see it being like then if they were just able to barely make it maybe it's just me because it's like it's a playstation only game i can't imagine how difficult it must be because you're only working with one system other than like unless the game wasn't completely done yet which is a wholly different point and that's understandable depending on the time frame but like you know, it's like I would see it not working if it was like GTA six and it's like they're trying to make it for six freaking consoles. I can see that. But like if it's just they're working on PS4 and PS5, which are still, you know, more or less the same architecture, I wouldn't be surprised to see them try to make it for an early December release. Or maybe that's just me because I don't see the point in doing it at like February. It's like yeah. that's just not a huge lull. That's like uh, maybe it's a lull in terms of there's no other games, but it's not holiday season so people aren't buying it for their family members and whatnot so who knows maybe that's just me i mean i don't i know nothing about how this works so yeah how about you jeff hey i think he just needs to keep on doing what he's doing and it'll 
E3 will die off. That'll continue to grow just like the Game Awards has. I mean, his whole thing is slow and steady on the in terms of the show side of stuff. You know what I mean? Like Game Awards, like fucking 10 years ago or, or way back were garbage. Yeah. Like it was horrendous. So, I mean, he's going to grow it. E3 is going to die. Um, people, there's no benefit to E3 anymore. The whole benefit of why E3 was there is when what um, Evan had noted where people from the industry went. And then, yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough where I've been to yeah. E3 and um, like having fans is great, but it just becomes a giant fucking fan Mess. show. And yeah. then all that ever happens is all the deals are done in the fucking Marriott hotel across the street from the Microsoft theater. And that's where every single video game deal gets fucking done because nobody can come around anywhere because everyone bugs you about making their game. Um, the, which is, I mean, isn't not to sound like a jackhole, but I mean, like that is literally like E3 is like when the deals are done. Yeah. Like if you have a royalty deal, right. licensing deal, anything it's getting done there. Um, and, and a publishing deal, whatever. Uh, so, you know, that's a, it, it is kind of a huge pain in the ass. Um, the other side of it with the God of War stuff, I, I do think that they'll have a separate thing for God of War. I think that they'll have it, um, I don't know when, probably like a month from now, I'd assume, when they want stuff to cool down. Um, but there's also so much stuff sitting in like Sony's back drawer too that they still have to like talk about. We yeah. still need to see more about PSVR 2, right? We need to see more of the God of War stuff. So they could have a little state of play a month from now that... that harps on those yeah. two things but I, mean, I don't know i feel July like they would dedicate seems a- so late for a game that could potentially come out holiday season i mean i don't, I don't think it matters how late it is because the hype is so fucking big that i think if uh, you just have something sorry. out there it's out there also july is kind of dead for it like any other news is. and the the crazy thing now right is that with E3 disbanding and all this shit, it's turned into instead of having a two hour fucking feature, which is what Xbox is doing, um, it's been able to be broken up into like half hour morsels, you know what I mean? Which is fantastic. It's better for them from a marketing perspective where it's a slow feed. People get the right information they need, and they don't get drowned out by a two hour thing. Um, right, right, right. But if we're following the rules of Jeff Keighley as well, that means that Summer Game Fest will be two hours and ten minutes next year, and then it'll slowly be three hours, and then it'll be again four hours. It's just too much. It's just yeah. too much. Well, the Game like, Awards is what four hours almost. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It and that's in December. Like yeah, so it's just um, it's just too much. Like it's not making it like the Oscars. Just do like. Oh my gosh! I know it's brutal. Like, just do we even need? realistically other than jeff keely to transition from place to like like game to game he doesn't really provide much other than a transition right other than other than his well, name for everybody who cares but like do he any does of it us so that he has value that himself i mean because he, he sure did, but do any of us care gaming. him or some random guy off the street who's introing or like transitioning like the, I really the don't corporate do guy the corporate guy at nintendo or the corporate guy at sony's gonna give a shit yeah, they they he give a shit, but do any of for us the, for the like, campaign. like people gamers? <laughs> do gamers really care if it's him or you know right. Gabe Newell? Or no, me I don't or think you? so. I mean, he's just become a household. He just become a community name. Where we know like, who right? he is, we know like what yeah. he's about. But yeah, I mean, realistically, he does a decent job. It, it, I mean, I think he's decent at it, but like, I don't necessarily I mean, always see a point for him to a degree. 
it's, to be there it, necessarily. Like, it's his business. That's why he's yeah. there. Right. I mean, he makes a shit ton of money off of these things, and that's why he does it. He makes a shit yeah. ton of money in speaking fees for like Gamescom and stuff, and then Game Awards and Summer Game Fest. He makes a shit ton of money. Yeah. Off of that yeah, from advertising. He's just, he's well, maybe not a shit ton of money from Summer Games Fest. Makes a shit ton of money from the Game Awards. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like he's yeah, probably I, net net like a couple, couple mil after that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing. I gotta become the next Jeff Keel. Mm-hmm. Wear some navy and black because that totally works, and then get paid a couple mil for it. Throw a little brown in there too. Why not? Ooh. Just just make it completely stupid. Just yeah, fuck just the make whole it all thing. Dumb. Make sure you well, wear Skechers. Yeah, oh, those shoes are pretty duddy. Uh no, dude, fuck the Skechers. I'm gonna wear the uh, I'm gonna wear the Marty McFly shoes from Back to the Future Part Two just to really go. sink it in. Um, guys, I think that'll yeah. do it for this episode. Do you have anything else, yeah. gentlemen, or no? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, yeah. cool, great. Well, guys, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Check our podcast out live Thursday evenings, 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch and on YouTube. You can go to the Spawn Camp YouTube channel to find us as well as the Spawn Camp Twitch channel to find us there, where you can also find awesome and other great content such as Build Bros, which is all Gunpla stuff, and then the WSD and Beyond Boys, um, which is pop culture, um, PC gaming, gaming in general nonsense Peeing our arguing it's wonderful i love it so much it's fantastic dude nick start nick starts all the nonsense i just have to reel him in like a dog <laughs> he's oh gonna hate God. that he's, he's gonna, gonna hate, hate that, that. <laughs> nah, he's, and you know he's gonna, and you know what i just said there he's gonna, he's gonna hate <laughs> he's gonna hate it and i'm going to purposefully send him the timestamp of it and be like this is the best thing i said about you all night <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be amazing um any plugs uh evan yeah, you can just uh, you can follow the uh, WASD uh, podcast channel anywhere where you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, look that look us up there. It's just WASD and Beyond. You can follow us on Twitter at Beyond WASD, and you can follow us on Instagram at WASD Beyond Podcast. Look at you! You got it down now. Holy shit! I'm have, I have them all on my other monitor. Believe me, I don't have this memorized. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow <laughs> us there. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. I'll sometimes comment on the Twitter post we make calling Nick dumb. So uh, <laughs> go ahead and check, check it out if you want to hear me roast my kind of co-host. <laughs> he, he's so going to hate this, dude. He's so going to hate it. Oh, that's amazing. Well, guys, yeah, until next time, please uh, leave us a review if you can on a podcast platform of your choice that you found Diggity on. It helps us out a ton. Um, uh, if you have left one, thank you so much. If you have not, please consider doing so. Um, and thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Peace out. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.